It's been a long time since I've been to a live show. I miss it. Obviously, I think a lot of us do. Closures, capacity limits, concerns over taking in a live show in an enclosed space. It's all hit the performing arts industry very hard. We've seen a lot of news about it. StatsCan, though, this week revealed that revenues were down 31% in 2020. That's right, 31% from 2018, a drop of $800 million. The hardest hit for-profit performing arts companies. They saw the revenues tumble 40%. Um, obviously, fewer tourists coming to town to check out theaters and so on. And obviously, organizations in Quebec, um, followed by Ontario, Alberta, British Columbia, all the hardest hit. Uh, of course, those four provinces account for about 95% of the industry's revenues. Joining me now to talk about this is stand-up comedian, impressionist, and writer Patrick Malia. Um Thanks so much for being here. I appreciate it. I wanted to settle something first, Patrick. Do you hold yes. a world record for the most impressions in one minute? I do. I do, <laughs> yes. I but, know that this is probably off topic, but I'll get to that later. But uh, <laughs> I just wanted to, I, I, such a, that's, that's, that's fascinating. Um, so oh, obviously with, with a, with a record like that, um, I'm sure you, I'm sure you get lots of work. How bad has it, how bad has it been I, I mean, in the past few years? Well, um, first of all, thank you very much for the compliment. I appreciate it. And uh, I, I, I have to say, it's funny, when you were giving out the stats and you said it's uh, gone down by 40%, I was like, oh, my goodness, I dream of it only being 40%. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, as far as stand-up comedy goes, I mean, uh, it's, it's, really, it's, it's really been bad in that, um, you know, it's not just the restrictions and half capacity. It's not just that. It's also, you know, when uh, COVID hit and nobody knew what was going on and things got canceled and, you know, all of a sudden someone such as myself, um, you know, who, you know, I was, I was doing well as far as uh, being an entertainer goes. And, you know, I'd been at the time in the business nearly 30 years and touring and I was uh, literally just getting ready for a big tour and, you know, and so as a Canadian performer, you're like, well, you know, things are going all right. If I do this for the next five years, I'll be able to actually buy a home in Vancouver, you know, to live the impossible dream. And then COVID came along and everything was canceled. Everything's gone. And all of a sudden, you know, people such as myself, but also people who were so much further above me and so much below me and just everyone in general all of a sudden, you know, we're in this weird gray area where we're like, huh, so I guess we are not that important to the economy, are we? And uh, so, so everything, when, when it shut down, it wasn't just the reduced capacity. It was, um, as some of your listeners, I'm sure know, uh, clubs closed down and they're not coming back. So venues that we performed at and that we took for granted you know, pre-COVID simply no longer exist. And so that affects the landscape in a huge way. What's interesting about this, Patrick, is everyone I speak to can't wait to go back to live shows. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and it's interesting because uh, when we do, like I just came back from a show that I, I literally just did like 20 minutes ago uh, at a small venue here in Vancouver uh, called Glitch. And it's, you know, it's half capacity, and one thing that I've noticed is that uh, since things have opened up the last, you know, even the last, I'd say, six, seven months, uh, it's very interesting because the crowds have been so amazing. Some of the best crowds I've ever performed at, 
uh, in my entire career. Usually as a, as a stand-up comic or a performer, uh, you'll do a show and you'll be like, how was the crowd? You're like, well, you know, they were pretty good. It wasn't bad. But every once in a while, you'll be like, how was the crowd? Oh, they were hot. Greatest crowd. Everything was gold. You could crush. You know, people were loving it. You know, and with COVID, it seems that the people who are going out are going out and they need that release. They want it. And if you can, you know, if you can perform and you can entertain, the people are loving it and they're having a great time. And one of the things I've been telling the younger comics, uh, I've said, you know, if one of the positives we get from this is that as we move forward, uh, people appreciate going out they appreciate being entertained they appreciate the value of quality entertainment then you know maybe it wasn't the worst thing that happened to our industry but for myself i'm old enough to remember what it was like you know back in 2001 after september 11th how everything you know took a turn and uh the industry went down but that came back because you were able to work whereas with covid the only difference is, you know, everything goes away and you're like, oh, I guess, uh, I guess that's done. We're not allowed to work anywhere. We can't work anywhere. And it's, uh, it's a very different uh, landscape. But for myself, uh, I think one of the things that has helped me is that I am lucky enough that, like I said, I saw something similar to this after September 11th. But uh, for myself, I just view this as, this is just the way things are now. And, you know, back in 2005, we would talk about how amazing it was before September 11th. Oh, my God, you should have seen the shows, should have seen the crowds. And then, you know, it took 10 years. People were comfortable. Things came back. But now, you know, I really honestly feel that this is going to be pretty much the norm for the next five, maybe six, seven years. I feel that maybe yeah. around 2028, 20, 2029, 20, people will feel more comfortable and it'll be back the way it was pre-COVID. And I hope I'm wrong. That's all I say. <laughs> I was going to say, for, please forgive the, fun, the pun, but that's no laughing matter, Patrick. I'm yeah. speaking with Patrick Malia, <laughs> uh, comedian, impressionist, and writer about the hit that all performing artists and the performing arts has taken um, during COVID and just the, the, you know, the, the shutdown of capacity limits, shutdown of shows and so forth. It's great to hear that audiences, even with half-packed rooms, that there are no hangers-on, no tourists there. You're getting a good, solid crowd. Um, I guess online doesn't work for. I mean, it, it's just not the same. You can't you can't replicate what you have live. Yeah, and and that that is uh, that's a that's a great thing that you bring up because uh, many people, when COVID started, they said, "Oh, we can do it online." And a lot of comedians tried doing it online and found out very quickly that doing Zoom shows. As you said, it just doesn't work. I mean, uh, I've always said that comedy, uh, when we do live stand-up comedy, the one thing that makes us different from, say, improv or being in a band or something like that is that, number one, you're the only person there, but also uh, laughter is the only form of unsolicited applause. So when you're in a live environment and you feel it and you have that audience and you're feeding off the energy, that's one thing. But, you know, for myself, I learned very quickly um, as did some of my uh, contemporaries, that you have to adapt to the medium and doing comedy online. And I was like, well, basically when we're doing a Zoom show, I'm like, we're pretty much just YouTubers live, but we just happen to be funny. So we have to treat it that way. So when I do my Zoom shows, I do it a little bit different than what you would do at a club. And I think that the comedians 
that have been doing well online that we've learned we just have to face the facts and we have to adjust. It's just it's it's just it's a it's a new era that we were kind of forced into. And uh, it's, you know, the only constant is change and you have to adapt. And, you know, and that's it's it's unfortunate, but that's just the way it is. So, you know, uh, and, uh, you know, my kids, I always tell them the same thing. You know, they're my daughter's 11. My son is 13. And I say, you know, do whatever you want to do when you grow up, but learn a trade. That's all I can suggest. Just <laughs> become a plumber, an electrician, something that even when things are tough, you still got work. That's wise advice. That's wise advice. Um, yeah, I mean, anybody who's been on a Zoom meeting uh, or, you know, could, could tell how hard comedy would be with all those sort of faces staring back at you, sort of stony faced, uh, yeah. how tough it might be to read the room. Um, you raised a really interesting point earlier, and this is something I think a lot of people who like live events or live shows that performing arts are worried about is what happens when a lot of the venues go? And I wonder just even from where you are in Vancouver, um, what you're seeing on, on that front. Yeah, well, uh, one thing uh, that people don't realize is that when the venues are gone, uh, people say, oh, but it'll come back. And I'm like, yeah, no, they're they're not coming back. I mean, best example is the city of Vancouver, as large as we are, uh, we no longer have a stand-up comedy club. There, there are no comedy clubs in the city of Vancouver. They don't exist. And uh, that's, they've all closed down due to COVID. And they're, even like the smaller venues, the the little box uh, theaters, um, places that held, you know, 80 people, 100 people, uh, even like the small restaurants or pubs that, you know, were performance venues that were very popular. Uh, many of them have closed. They continue to close. Um, and so, you know, people are going to much, much smaller venues. And and it's, uh, you know, it's just, it's, it's, uh, it's a very, you know, it's a very interesting and strange time. But you know, just, uh, you know, imagine how wonderful and great will be once we get through these challenges. <laughs> Patrick, I was going to leave the last two things to you. One is, what do you tell people out there listening about how they can support artists they love? And B, you know, I, I wasn't going to bug you for an impression, but since you hold a world record for the most in one minute, maybe just just one of your choosing sure. before we leave. Sure. All right. I'll, I'll try my best. Uh, number one, best way to support, uh, artists is, uh, if, if you want to go to a show, go to a show, enjoy yourself and appreciate the fact that we do have the vaccine mandates so that you don't have to be concerned about not being vaccinated or anything like that, about being exposed to something. So go enjoy yourself and remember everybody's doing everything to keep you safe. And, uh, as far as impression goes, uh, really suppose i could leave you on my one of my absolute favorites and that would be homer j simpson all right thank you very much i love you homie love you too bird i hope that came through on the radio otherwise this was a terrible disaster <laughs> it came through just fine patrick thank you so much for sharing all that's happened over the past oh, few thank years you so much, I, wish I appreciate you the, it wish you the best of luck and uh yeah next time i'm in vancouver i'll look up to see where you are and what you're up to Absolutely. Thank you so much and have yourself a beautiful evening. Thank you. Yeah, you too. That was Patrick Malia, a comedian, impressionist, writer. We were just talking about how hard the performing arts industry has been hit by COVID. The loss is huge, uh, according to StatsCan numbers. And uh, 2021 hasn't been any better than 2020. Hoping for a bit of a better 2022.